Winging it with Painter Enrico, episode 19. We have a great pleasure in inviting Lee Burns in. Lee, welcome. Thanks, Tony. Good to see you guys. Yeah, nice to see you, Lee. Dave? Where do you want to start, buddy? Oh, well, God, I mean, I've got to say, just looking back kind of over the years, it's just been just such a great journey to play football over you guys, you know. I mean, when I started, um, it was just basically kicking the ball around outside my nan's house. It was like a little football pitch out there. She always used to moan about the ball arriving in her garden and stuff like that. And there was a, a team that kind of played there and um, I was only young and they sort of said, do you want to come along and play? And I ended up sort of playing on a, on a Sunday afternoon for this team. And um, I can't remember the name of the team, but it, it, they weren't very good. And I think kind of I was a little bit younger, and there was a few lads there that, you know. Um, Where were you living then? Nick? I was living in Bath, yeah. so for so me it was playing over at Dane playing fields and stuff. Okay, like that. Yeah. I think the team was called Monksdale. I got a feeling. Yeah. And there was a guy that used to drive like a veg van around the, the estates and stuff, and like pick players up and different things, and ended up playing for them for probably only about six or seven games and then how sorry to put in how old were you then yeah about I would say I was about nine or ten yeah yeah. and then we we were playing in the Percy League in Bath and it was like a youth league in Bath at the yeah. time it was, it was good league it was a good sort of youth league and it was a good sort of intervention into kind of playing in, a, in sort of boys football and stuff and then one day I a knock on the door was a guy called Dave Pang and it was a bit like Alex Ferguson turning up in my head. <laughs> Honestly, Dave was like, he used to run Percy Boys and he was, you know, he used to do was a little bit Was that the top scary. team like in Bath? Yeah, it was yeah. a top team. And there was like players like Martin Newman and John Beaverstock and they were three, four years older than me. Do you know what I mean? But good lads and I kind of knew them from around the estate and stuff like that. And Dave came in and had a chat with me, man, and said, look, you know, we want to take Lee and train him up and come and play with some of the older boys and stuff like that. Yeah, so for me, it, it, you know, it was, it, was, it was brilliant. And Dave used to, his day job, he was like, he used to work for like an undertaker. And he had this big black van, <laughs> right? Yeah. And I swear all day it was like coffins in the back and stuff. And at night... He put these little shelves down the side. So all the kids used to jump in the back of this van. He used to drive all the way around the bath, pick kids up, take them down to Percy Boys. Yeah. And we trained down there Tuesdays and Thursdays. And it was a youth club. So you'd have a couple of hours training and then you'd have the night in the youth club. Yeah. And, and then he used to take everybody home in the black van like, you know. <laughs> Brilliant. Legend he was, Dave. And I yeah. played for him for about four or five years. And um, my upbringing, I never really sort of had a dad around to take me places and stuff like that. And sort of, Dave kind of sort of, not slipped into that father mode, but really sort of helped with sort of bringing me on with football and stuff like that. Oh, that's nice, isn't it? Nice story, that. Yeah, he's a great guy, Dave. The funny thing, when I got to play at Wembley and stuff, I did try and look him out and yeah. he, he kind of married and moved to Cleveland and had a couple of kids and stuff like that. And he had a bit of dementia and stuff uh, and his missus said he, he probably wouldn't remember who I was uh, and stuff like that which was a bit of a shame but um, yeah all the way through that sort of that youth playing in Percy was, was good so you um, had, where's your first sort of you know start in men's football Rob Ruddock Rob um, Ruddock Rob Ruddock yeah, he's been mentioned a few times hasn't he Rod he asked me to come along for Bath City Colts and um 
for me that was kind of going home really because obviously being a bath boy I think I'm the first bath boy we've had on the yeah. thing isn't it yeah. you know, so yeah. being a bath boy it was um, you know I'd go down with, with Merv too good a lot he was my uncle to, to watch bath and, I didn't realise that yeah yeah so all the way through sort of the 70s and stuff you know watching them win the league and you know, like he was a proper Bath City supporter. Yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah, I was. So, you know, I I go down there and you know, like Sir Colin Tavner, Paul Gover, Kim Burke, all kind of characters we know. Yeah, well, Jimmy Jenkins. Top, I gotta say, what top links they are. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And so when I come down, you know, with the Colts, it was good because we we had sort of a half decent side. Steve Tallboy's played for us as well. You know, um, Craig Miles and Perry Waters and stuff and. It was good. Joe Matano as well. Remember Joe from mm-hmm. Dane days? Yeah. Well. So Jay, yeah. they all kind of progressed really quite quickly into the to the reserves, and I ended up having a couple of games in the reserves, you know, which was good when I was about. It's, it's funny, Lee, because you've brought in a program from our time at Bath City. I'm, obviously, you can't see this, but I'm reading now. Uh, height five foot ten. Yeah, it's seventeen. Grew, grew since then. Work trainee plumber did that last? Didn't last very long. Though. No, this is like a Bath City Colts. Um, what do you call that? A pen picture profile. Yeah. yeah. Favorite team? Percy Sports. Yeah. Oh no. Favorite team? Wickham S. S. C. Wickham Social Club. Yeah. So I used to play for them on a Sunday morning. Uh, good bunch of lads. Yeah. Go on, name me a couple. Oh, Dave Piper, John Beaverstock, yeah. Steve Langley used to play yeah. in there, Kim Buck, you yeah. know. I like this bit. Favourite player, Dave Payne. D- Dave <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, Sorry, Brian Robson, it looks like Dave Payne. <laughs> ambition to play in a good standard of football. I think that was probably the only thing that, you know, <laughs> I kind of hit near and near about. But, yeah. uh, and favourite food? Was me mum's homemade shepherd's pie. pie. Yeah, a classic. classic. Why did you say that? Well, she fed it to me for about. <laughs> oh, because you said your favourite. Oh, um, easy to make, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. She, she tried her hardest, should I say, where everything was concerned. But yeah, you went. To, you obviously, you were in the courts at Bath, because obviously you're a few years younger than us. Yeah. But you were around in the reserves in the first yeah. team, weren't you? I can yeah, remember yeah. you. Well, clearly. Yeah. Now you always around. The yeah. Spot, weren't you? I tried. Do you know what I mean? Funny thing is, I remember the Bath City, uh, sort of Bath Chronicle guy taking a photo when we were going pre-season along it. Um, Star of Pitt, yeah, Star of Pitt, yeah, or the university, or the university, yeah, yeah. and used to run a centre. <laughs> and I remember the, the Chronicle guy was there waiting for a photo, and I've had to overlap you and step out onto the road so I could get in the photo. <laughs> I remember that sort of clear as day. I tried to dig it out actually. That's when I found the program, but uh, used to really enjoy it down the Colts. It was it was a good set. We play sort of Saturdays probably kick off about half one two so we're down watching the first team yeah. for the second half and stuff you know I mean the thing is I just reading this program you bought in Lee I mean some of the players that were in front of you at the time is you know yeah. you got obviously Rick you know legend at bat you got Graham Day Graham Jeff Sherwood I mean these proper footballers isn't it to so see yeah. them in there and to be fair they they were like Graham, obviously ex Ravers, and yeah. you know, and Tom was still hungry at thirty-five, wouldn't it? Not <laughs> so yeah, it's um, it must be it's quite daunting, really, isn't it? You know, but yeah, you I stayed mean, around, didn't you? I stayed around. Yeah, I mean, um, I remember when I made me me uh, 
debut for the reserves actually and I know you had Meech in last week and talking about Meech you asking about this day we, we, we all get down there and it's a really young team and anyway the minibus turns up and it's this old kind of rickety minibus and we were playing in Wimborne and um, Jeff was the only one old enough to drive it so (laughs) (laughs) yeah so Jeff was after a game I don't know whether he was after a game after a game so we get down there we play the game I think we won a cup 2-1 and I had to sit in the front because I was the youngest and uh, the the minibus at the time was really old and rickety and and the seat belts weren't one of the kind of new modern ones it was the ones that you had to pull around and click it in (laughs) probably yourself down and pull it was stuck yeah it was stuck <laughs> in the door so i'm there pulling it like this trying to get the seatbelt free anyway i've opened the door and pulled it just as we're pulling up to this junction and me just said to me all right bernsey and i thought he meant the seatbelt so i've just clicked in the seatbelt went yeah and as we pulled oh. off, this jags missed us by about two inches oh. bounced a couple of times and ended up in the ditch <laughs> on its roof <laughs> So Meech is going, I thought you said it was all right. I said, I thought you meant the seatbelt. <laughs> and Meech sort of took a little bit of a look over and he went, right, let's get on. So put his foot down and we, we just went home, like, you know. But um, uh, it's funny because, you know, I ended up, I played for Briz for a season and Meech was out there um, managing his stuff. And we yeah. kind of often talked about that day, like, you know, wondering whether anybody was all right and stuff like that. But yeah, I, I enjoyed my time down at Bath. I remember when. Um, I sort of came to leave really I'd, I'd had a couple of little waitings with the first team I remember Jeff Sherwood got injured in a pre-season friendly at three when I come on for him and stuff who was Gaffer then? Uh, Bobby James Bobby yeah, yeah. Still, still Bobby of course it wouldn't so I remember saying the singing like when we were going over the room like you know what, what should I wear like I've been in the squad and he said well, you've got your club blazer and your tie and all the rest of it and I was like yeah yeah he said that's what you've got to wear you know you're representing Bath City <laughs> Of course, I'm sure enough, I'm the only one wearing it. Everybody else is like in their clothes. <laughs> but yeah, no, there was a couple of good experiences. And then I, I kind of had the chance and Kim Book had taken over at um, Portland and stuff. And we had a hell of a squad out there. We, you know, people like Nigel Ryan yeah. and um, Colston Guiver was out there. And, um, Darren and... and we had nice characters though, and Owen they? Smith. Yeah. We had Owen Smith and, and Mikey, and I think they called him Crockett and Tubbs at the time from <laughs> Miami, Miami Boys. Boys. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, you but, know, the, the social side of it was brilliant, you yeah. know what I mean? But the drinking and stuff like that, you know, it, it was such a great crack. I remember one night, because um, I used to get a lift with Kim, and I ended up working with him and John Ankins. And um, one night we were driving home, and Kim and Adam far too much to drink to, to get That's over. a shock. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, a bit of a February wet night. Anyway, gone rain this bed and I think we ain't making this. Who's driving? Kim. Oh. So anyway, <laughs> we've hit these leaves, smashed into this wall. Ambulance has turned up, we're in hospital. Anyway, police have come in and they said, oh, um, what's your name? And he went, Kim Book. And he went, what, no, not no relation to Chief Inspector so-and-so book, is it? He went, yeah, yeah. He said, that's my uncle. So I don't, <laughs> know, I don't think it's my <laughs> So he didn't bother breathalyzing or anything like that. And um, of course, John John Hankins said to us the next day, what happened then? He said, oh, this dog ran out in front of me, so I had to swerve to miss this dog. Anyway, we had this insurance form, and um, 
you had to draw a picture of what happened like you know anyway he, he drew this dog on this picture i'm not kidding you it was like art in itself a beautiful dog with his eyes who's doing this booker <laughs> and he sent it all through and it all got paid out yeah it is yeah was it his uncle though no no <laughs> But, um, yeah, yeah, we, we used to have a few sessions. I remember I, I had this Sierra, and um, I just got it, brand new Sierra, and we had a bit of a session at Porton at the time, a little bit of a lock-in out there, and I was driving home. You <laughs> <laughs> should really be the I same know. sentence, yeah, shouldn't you? <laughs> I'm driving home. My, my ex-missus at the time had gone up to London to stay with her mum and the kids and that. And um, I lived in this flat, and we, there was about 20 council garages, and I used to rent one of these garages. Anyway, I'm pulling into Hawthorne Grove, and there's four police cars, and I'm thinking, oh, you know, with that, they're waving me through. So I think, arcs in me, mate, I'm, oh, my God. So I turned down, rushed down, drove down, my garage door's open, I thought, great, slang it in the garage, and break on, slam the garage door, got in the bed, pulled the covers over me, I thought, thank God for that, nothing, like, you know, anyway. Gets up in the morning, open my garage door, car's been nicked. So I'm thinking, that ain't, that ain't, so fuming, fuming. So anyway, I've claimed on the insurance again, and um, two weeks later, there's a knock at the door. And this bloke's come to the door, and he said, uh, you're a mate, he said, you ain't got a green Sierra. <laughs> and I said, yeah, why? He said, it's parked in my garage. <laughs> So I just come back off all of it. Hey, to get in there. It's like Del Boy, isn't it? <laughs> but, oh, yeah, no, the, the, the time at Portland for me was that kind of transition of, you know, playing it sort of junior level and coming into the Western League, which was brilliant at the time. But again, it's characters and, and yeah, definitely. you know. And you want to stay there as well, don't you? You want to stay and have a drink, be with yeah, your mates. You, you look forward to that game of football, don't you? You know, in the, the yeah. you know, the drink. Always better when you've won, obviously, yeah. isn't it? You know. But, um, I remember Colston Guiver saying to me actually, he used to call me Cynthia because I was a little bit lightweight at the time. Do you know what I mean? He said you need to toughen up and that. He said you haven't even been booked this season, have you? <laughs> so I said, well, no. I remember we were playing Taunton away, which was always a difficult place to go. Yeah. And I thought, right, I'm going to get booked today. Whatever <laughs> <laughs> I do, I'm going to get booked. I'm going to get, I'm gonna get booked. I need to get booked. I need to sort of like toughen up a little bit. And I, I, do you know what? It was a real learning curve for me as well because I think kind of I went around and kicked everything that moved and won every header and just that little bit of anger in me and that got my on the match and realised something that day that, you know, I did need to. You so, Corsten Goyfer helped you with Corsten your career? Corsten Goyfer helped me with my career. Like with a nickname Cynthia. I don't think it lasted that long. But that's, a, that's a first. I actually got called Cynthia as well, but obviously my name is Payne. She was a cool woman, wouldn't she? Or uh, what they call a brothel keeper, and I was called Cynthia. Cynthia Payne. So we've got something common with me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I think, you know, um, for me, you know, then was really good. I, I stayed there for a few seasons. Kim moved on, and yeah, then eventually went up to Oddain, so I've kind of. Odd Dane's always been my natural home. I always kind of resonated there and gone back there for various reasons and for different managers and stuff like that. And was there for a couple of seasons. Um, kind of found it easy. Goves had gone up there as a manager as well. So he helped my career, you know. But Goves was Bath City Reserve Manager for yeah. quite a spell, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, Did exactly. he go from there to Odd Dane? Yeah. 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 So, so I, he took a few of the reserve sort of players with him, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he did. I mean, I had, I had Colin Tabner is my reserve manager at Bath. Tav's top, top man. Yeah. 
I remember. Was you? Did you play in that game against? Was it Newport when all the fans tried to break into the stand or wreck, broke crossbar and stuff like that? Was you? No. Uh, no. Pre-season friendly, it all kicked off. And I'm thinking, and all the fans are trying to get into the clubhouse. I'm just stood behind Tavs thinking, do your best. Because do you know I mean? Tavs was yeah. Brit, oh, he they, was yeah. hard. Yeah, they, hard. They, they were a special group. And, you know, they've, got, they've had a mention before, but they were a special group. And, um, you know, they should have been football league players because they won the league in yeah. 78. And, yeah. you know, they, I was a ball boy down there then, I think. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, yeah, it was a special team. We went to a, uh, one of their get-togethers didn't we in yeah. celebration of that that side and you yeah. know seeing Richard Bourne and Nigel Ryan and all them Jersey. again it was, it, it was great and you know um, Bob Boy took me to 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 Bath um, and I think one of the only mistakes Bob made you know was the fact that he ripped up a good side yeah a bit too quickly yeah. you know so he brought in you know Kim got left out and People like Glyn Broom and he, fair play. I got I, you know he played me, and I've said this in, on previous episodes. He played me, and I'll be eternally grateful for that. And, yeah, uh, we were at Jimmy Jenkins' funeral, and I had a chat with Nigel Ryan, and we were we were just chatting, and you know, he 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 said, "Well, you, you deserve to be in the team at the time." Yeah, and I'm not quite sure what he did, but yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, not Nigel Ryan. He lives just around the corner from me, actually. Yeah. My missus calls him Suntan Nigel. Yeah. You know what he's like? He's, he's orange, sort of twelve months of the year. And yeah. he's, he's he's a great guy. I often stop and have a chat to him now, and you know, talk about the old days because I played at Portman with him as well. Actually, yeah. you know. And, well, you got out of Booker, didn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. So that, I love you at Portman. Eh? I was at Portman probably two and a half seasons. Um, I was at Bricklaying College as well at the time, so... After the plumbing. After the plumbing, Bricklaying, yeah. So I kind of moved from one to the other. But um, what happened for me really was that I I did, I found the Western League quite easy. And I had a chance really to, to go to Trowbridge. So I ended up going to Trowbridge with John Murphy. He was a strange yeah. character. But so Other people have said that. Yeah. There, yeah. He didn't like me very much. I mean, I was... You know, I yeah, I know. There's a story behind that as well, actually. I, I kind of, I went over with Bob Baird and, you know, I must say I was a centre-half and he said, oh, you know, I'm going to play you left-back. You've got a sweet left foot, I'm going to play you left-back. So we had a few sort of pre-season friendlies and stuff like that. And he said, but you're not fit. And I was like, well, at the time I was living in Bath, building a house in Clevedon. So I was up at half six in the morning, driving to Clevedon, building all day. Getting home to bath for about quarter past six, have a cup of tea and a piece of toast, and after training, I was knackered by the time I got the training like, and he just used to run me, you know. Anyway, we had a we had a couple of uh, pre-season friendlies, and we played against Swindon Town in the pre-season friendly actually, and Ozzy Ardiles had taken over as manager, so we, he brought everybody, all our players, Bowden, Colin Calderwood, he had. Um, Tony Galvin on trial there and uh, and David Geddes remember David Geddes he used to play yeah. for Aston Villa yeah, yeah, yeah. and he David Geddes he was like he was ripped he was this but I think he was kind of he'd been a little bit of a journeyman since leaving Villa and he, he was gone to Swindon I think to try and win a contract and I kind of had a right ding dong with him it was a boy in old day he'd elbow me spat on me do you know what I mean it's one of those really yeah. of course 
Marcus Bray said to me, he said, Bernsey, man, you ain't taking that out. Like, so you've, got, you've had advice on Coopsley's yeah. lawyer and then Marcus Bray. <laughs> Bray has said to me, coming off at half time, he said, don't take no the shit off of yeah. <laughs> Don't take no shit off of him. So I remember, like, um, he, he, I've gone up for an header and I could see his elbow coming, so I've just left up him and I've smacked him in the side of the head. I think my fist hurt more than it did his head. <laughs> Anyway, coming off after the game, he said to me, Hey, you, he said, if there's any damage to my ear, I'll be back down this shitty little club of yours. He said, and I'll sue you for every penny. I think I might have said something like, Yeah, what have you ever done in football? <laughs> <laughs> I kind of thought, God, I think he's actually won the European Cup in the first division and stuff like that. And I, I kind of put me off a little bit, making those sort of steps up. Do you know what I mean? I think, God, if you have to be like that... Uh, you know, be competitive and stuff like yeah. that. Do you know what I mean? Lots of so, bravado, though, isn't it? It yeah, is really, I think. But you know, it's a hell of a, hell of a, hell of a game for me, really. Especially playing against. I mean, Aussie came on and stuff, and there was a big picture of me tackling him on the back of the Wiltshire Times. It did say Alan Bird going in for a tackle. Which <laughs> was, do you know what I mean? My kind of fame and fortune against Aussie. <laughs> So I did phone up and complain about that. Actually. So I went out last week and I think we can really I, do. I bet you Bernie didn't complain. No. Yeah, actually, yeah. I'm better looking than him as well, so yeah. you know, I mean, he was happy with that. Really. But yeah, I, I kind of played... Um, I remember going to the first game of the season at um, Hounslow and being on the bus thinking, oh, I'm not going to get to this well, game. Just worn out from all the hard work for the pre-season. I got to be honest, I felt like that a lot of the time because I used yeah. to work on the roofs, go for football training, and play. Yeah. And in those days, when I worked, it was seven days a week. Sometimes, yeah. you know, just yeah. it was just constant work, work, work. When you're young and stuff. Yeah, I had a young family, and you know, I was in the building, and I thought, you know, I've made that step up the Southern League, and that, you know, he's mm. going to pay me a few quid. I, I was a little bit naive, really. I never negotiated a contract anywhere got me money after the first week 25 quid I'm like 25 quid there's like Hayley Harris on like 250 and stuff I'm on like 25 quid so when I said you know I was on three times as much as this I put oh dang you know what I mean he said well you know you should come in and have a little bit of a chat about money and stuff we'll stick it up to 40 and stuff so I, for me it was you know what I mean he just made life really difficult yeah. for me I remember we had a, we had a midweek game and I think my ex-missus was ill at the time and I phoned him up and said, am I in the squad? Because look, she's ill, the kids are ill, mm. you know? And he said, yeah, yeah, definitely playing, definitely playing, get over it. I wasn't even in like the, the 15, like right. yeah. So I just got in my car and zoomed out of room road. But I, you know, I had a really good rapport with all the supporters and fans. I really enjoyed it as well. It's a great yeah, place to play. And how long were you there? I think I was there for about a season and a half. Mm. And um, I went out on loan actually to Welton and, um, they had a manager there, a guy called Pete DeSisto. He was an old football um, agent. He was a football agent, right? Right. Didn't have a Scooby, honestly. <laughs> so I've signed for a while, and he said, oh, what are you earning then at, at Trobo? So, 150. <laughs> so well, I'll give you 125, so right, that's fine. <laughs> anyway, um, our first game, we first game for, for Welton on loan, he said, we're having a pre-match meal at this hotel in Froome. So I said, what time are you meeting then? Like, to get the Western Supermare, like, you know? And he said, oh, get there for like half 11, 12. I'm thinking, hang on a minute. Kick-off's at 3 o'clock, so we get there. All of a sudden, Gary Stanley walks in. Tony, I think, what's his name? What's his name? Um, Alan Bailey, remember Alan Yeah, Bailey? long hair. He walks yeah. in. I, I'm thinking, who's he signed? Do you know what I mean? So we have players coming from different Who places. else said that? Gary Stanley, is it Smarty? 
yeah. he turned up as well with the team, didn't he? Yeah. He was a great yeah. guy as well, good player. I got on really well with him as well. Well, and anyway, we went, we got down the Western Soup. Of course, all this, all this food in the restaurant. Of course, I was hungry. <laughs> 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 just that everything in front of me, didn't I? You played that hour. Yeah, yeah. So he gets down to Western Supermare about ten to three. By the time he got down there, everyone's like this. Can even more than that. I think we're about four nil down in about ten minutes. You know what I mean? And he's trying to get me out. Didn't have to worry about eating. Like, but yeah, no, it was uh, it was an education. And um, yeah, this Pete the sister about three months late. No, I tell you what happened then. We we had a game down at. Um, Bristol Manor Farm, but we never had a game for like four or five weeks. It had rained, and you know what it's like, and the snow and different things. All these games got called off. Anyway, got the Manor Farm to play, and uh, I've got this wage packet. He's paid me like five weeks' wages, money. So I've got like like six, seven hundred quid in me in me back pocket, like. You know? <laughs> But he was he was a strange guy. Paying for Welton, yeah. And he was paying it all out. He was like anyway, about six months later he he'd gone and somebody else had come in. He was on the back of the sun, like one of those dodgy football agents at the time. Oh, he? And he got done horribly as well and his oh. his all his name all over the paper and stuff like you know, Pete this When was that Lee? What sort of year? That must have been about eighty eight, eighty nine, something yeah. like that, I reckon. God knows how well on appointed him as well. I mean, I think he came up from like Portsmouth area or something like that. He, 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 it's the same now. Managers put in out their own pocket, and I got no doubt yeah. the sister was putting in out oh, his must have own been, pocket, yeah. you know. Because uh, he, yeah. he took training one day, and he was like, right, run down to the lamppost and back and stuff like that. Yeah. Just didn't have a clue. We're all going, do you want us well, to that's take not training? Good training <laughs> do you want us to take training for you? <laughs> No, I didn't seek it my training sessions. Most of them stay in and I did. Yeah. <laughs> and I ended up then um, following the season, I think, going back up toward Dane as well. So that, do you think that was your major club throughout your football career? Because um, I, I, I had a few really, I think. you know, um, I went back out there. I was playing for the county at the time as well. Um, so I ended up having some... Some really good games for the county, and John Goss was playing there. That was Somerset, wasn't it? Yeah. I, did I play with you there at Somerset? You must have done, I played yeah. a few games with Goss. He, was, he used to take me. Goss, yeah. Goss, yeah. Goss yeah. I haven't seen him for years. No, he's he's lovely, lovely he kind of disappeared off the face of the Never earth. Said that. Lovely guy he was. Yeah. Top guy. So, anyway, he, he signed me back out at Portland. And um, I, I sort of played out there for a couple of years and could have gone to Tivy at different places. Do you know what I mean? I had a, had a few sort of options on stuff. and you know they paid me some decent money and I was captain out there and they you know he sort of said oh we're going to kind of build a team and I think we got through the last 32 of the Vars and stuff and it you know it was, it was really enjoyable we had like uh, Graham Cole and Mark Harrington and yeah. players like that you know and, you know we had a half decent side I, I enjoyed playing it there and then very sort of similar story he, he kind of um, decided to knock it on the head didn't really tell anybody so I ended up sort of going in after the summer and Greg Taylor and Stuart Minor were taking over like you know yeah I remember that and um, I didn't really get on very well with, with Greg or Stuart really it wasn't you know good. and I, of course I was on a few quid and they didn't like it was Greg a school teacher or something yeah. wasn't he yeah he was yeah. yeah I mean it both, you know, really pleasant off yeah, the off, yeah. off the pitch and stuff like that. But you know, I think because I was quite driven and stuff, they they weren't that kind of. It was a bit of a strange relationship. We ended up, we had um, 
Cheltenham Town in the FA Cup. Big day for Portland it was. Um, and um, brilliant game. Steve Book was in goal. I was marking. Was it Jason Eaton? And yeah, yeah, Jason. Yeah, Who's the other guy there? Watkins, is it? Dale Watkins? Yeah. Yeah, so it was. And I had a brilliant game. I had one of those games where, you know, I think it was nil nil at half time, was running and shows. One of those games where you were always in the right place, you made some great tackles, won all the headers. Did you just say, you know, what you said earlier about the defenders? Yeah. You said in an earlier podcast, didn't we, Matty Coop, yeah. about when you're a defender, you take pride. And a clean sheet, you get your head in the yeah. way, your leg, anything to stop that goal going in, which yeah. is more like us up front, we want to score goals. Yeah, so, definitely. you know, because Tony was saying, wasn't he? Like, if you if a team gives away two goals a week, you're conceding 80 goals a season, that's relegation, yeah, which definitely. is true. You know, I've never looked at it like that. I've always, I've always had the philosophy you go out and score more on the other side, you know, but having, having defenders in now more and seeing, you know, what it yeah, means I mean, to keep a clean sheet, I'm sorting to. That's the thing, I think, kind of, for me, really, I. I I quite enjoyed the captain inside of it. I think, you know, just like yourself, really, all the way through was about that, you know, focusing on that organisation arranging and stuff like that. And, and I think, really, that's why I had those kind of opportunities, maybe the captain. And, so that particular game, going back to it. Yeah, you had a blinder, absolute blinder. Anyway, it was nil-nil half-time. Five minutes after half-time, I think one of the full-backs gave away a penalty. It was one-nil. And with about 15 minutes to go, it took me off. I had an absolute blinder. Anyway, um, afterwards, um, Steve Cottrell's manager, and he's, he's gone up to Stu Mine on. He said, Oh, um, what do you take your captain off for? He's running the show back there. He said, Well, he said, uh, We're trying to ease him out of the club a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and I knew that. Like that. I knew that because my father in law was stood next to him in the bar All waiting right. to be served. So he kind of heard everything. And. Um, yeah, it, it, it upset me a little bit. Like that. Yeah, it did a little bit. We ended up losing 5-0. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's one of those, really. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, I, I ended up sort of um, in, a, in a roundabout way. It probably done me a favour because um, Thomas Saunders phoned me up and said, look, you know, um, just taking over at Chippenham. Could do with you out there and, you know. Um, You're quite we, a bloke, Tom, isn't he? Oh, <laughs> At the time, he's changed a lot. But at the time, he he wasn't worried about upsetting anybody. No, you know what I mean. And, you know, he had his opinions, and you know, there's a lot of opinions about him, really. But I think, you know, from my own personal experiences, he knows his stuff. You know what I mean? And he he works hard at you know trying to you know build that side up there. And I went up and had a chat with him and with Malcolm Lyons, who was the chairman at the time, and they sort of said, look, you know we're going to kind of see out this season and you know next season we're going to get players in and stuff you do hear it a lot don't you yeah. you know what I mean you kind of think you know well I you know I'd like to I went out there and I you know I always used to get a lot of stick from some of the supporters and that when I went up and played it was always a good sign for me if I was getting stick from the opposition supporters I knew I was having a good day you know? and um it, it became a it became a real home for me. I loved it at Chippenham. I loved all the supporters. I had a real good rapport and stuff. And it was great to see sort of at the time, you know, we had the likes of Charlie Griffin and, and Paul Steele. We, we sold, I think, Paul Steele went to Yeovil and Charlie went to Swindon. And although saying that, you know, we had a whole new lot of proper players coming through. So I, I, th I think one of the nice, nice things about, and you know, Tom and I have had our run-ins in 
we'll continue to have our run-ins over football and chatting football. But yeah. the players that have played for him, yeah, got total respect for him. Absolutely. Oh, you can't take Absolutely. away his passion for the game, can you? No. Absolutely. And, and he was, he's one of those that would do anything for his players. Yeah, definitely. You know? yeah. I mean, he used to pick he used to pick my son up down in Bath and bring him up to games and stuff like you know and um, you know he got a massive art and and I think kind of we went out to watch Tiverton and the, the FA Vars final the year before and uh, we were the year sat, before you went yeah so we were we were sort of sat in that stand green with envy you know sort of saying oh you know it was a team from our league and you know just watching them go and win it and stuff like that and he said we'll be doing this next year and we're going yeah yeah all right you know and then all of a sudden you know i kind of watched it develop the likes of ian murphy shane andrews you know lee james obviously you got um joe the keeper from from mangotsfield and stuff like you know and and tweets you know and i signed charity find followed me over from Porton and stuff like that you know so all of a sudden you know Tom had a few of his favourites as well like Steve Brain and that that he, he kind of brought him from from Colne at the time and how well has he done oh Steve Brain. tremendous running line football league and all that yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah so um and and it was great. So you know, obviously the following season we had a real real good run in the FA Cup, and we I think we kind of lost to Worthing um, down there. It was a bit of a blood and thunder game, but it just sort of proved really that we could mix it a lot with some of the higher teams. Like, and, and that ain't a nice place to go, Worthing. No, difficult. And we yeah. we drew a, drew with them at home too, and we had to go down there on a night game. Cool, like three and a half hours. Isn't yeah, it? it's a trek. Uh. And, uh, it was one. It was it, we got absolutely battered down there. I think we had a few players carried off, and it was one of those. Do you know what I mean? But um, we ended up losing. I think three one. But it was a good experience for for all of us, really, just to see. You know, we could test the water a little bit with, with some of the higher teams, and and obviously went on this just incredible Vars run. You know, and you know, I think certainly from about the last sixty four, we were certainly underdogs all the way through to the final, and and um, you know, went to some great places. You know, like Vauxhall Motors and. Um, Bedlington Terriers who'd lost in the final to Tiverton the year before were you there before or after Taunton because they went there didn't they they well, went the year after us because that's, so. that's quite a good effort then for the Western League yeah it, it was so Tiverton went a couple of years running didn't they yeah they went a couple of years running and then we, we went up in obviously um, in 2000 and um, Chelsea Villa then it was uh, Chippenham and Dill and then England against Germany was the last three games to be played at the old Wembley. Ah. So me, Tony Adams and Gareth Southgate was the last three losing captains <laughs> to play at Wembley. <laughs> Claim to fame, So the actual game, yeah, it, it's oh. one of my dreams to have played yeah. at Wembley and it, yeah. it never ever happened for me. And and so I envy anybody that has actually played, yeah. especially the old just to walk out that is the home of football isn't it yeah. I mean the old the old occasion really we went up on a Friday and um, kind of had a little bit of a tour of the old Wembley and stuff and we had the own changing rooms which was brilliant you know so all the England shirts was up Beckham skulls do you know what I mean Gerard it was it was just uh, it was surreal it was a dream really I, you know I remember sort of calling in to, to me mum and just saying like you know Guess why I'm stood, you know. Well, the thing you never had your phones then, did you? We, like, yeah, we did actually. But not yeah. proper. Yeah. No, like the yeah. cameras, the Facebook, yeah, that's and right, everywhere, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. And we, but we, <laughs> we were lucky really because we had a we had a guy called Ian Williams who was 
um, one of Les Weir's mates, and he worked for ITV, so he sort of followed us for a few different rounds yeah, and right. different stuff like that. So you know, we've got like a DVD, of the game, and the, the, the games up to it and stuff, and you know, and obviously being captain, it was you know famous for five minutes. We had Sky Sports up at training. And I remember that. Training. Just the whole on the, yeah. the news as well. Yeah, that's all right. in the back right? <laughs> yeah. And the funny thing is, we I played down at Barnstable um, a week before, and went up for an Edda, and the guy's back then, and I've landed twisting me pelvis, and oh. so I thought I'd rip me groin, and thinking, oh god, I ain't gonna be able to play, and that, you know. And I went to see a guy called. Um, David Carr, Matt, Matt Carr was one of my best mates. His dad was a doctor. And I said, Dave, look, you have to give me an injection. I'm the biggest game of my life. And he sort of said, well, stand up, let's have a little look. And he said, you've just twisted your pelvis. Go down to see Wayne Rhodes in behind Bath City, yeah. chiropractor, yeah. snap me all back in in place. And um, that was on the Thursday, uh, sorry, the Wednesday night. Thursday, uh, sorry, the Tuesday, we had Sky up filming our trainer I could see myself in that I couldn't even run I was just sort of going through the motions <laughs> in that like, you know? but he sorted me out like on the Thursday night and we went up on the Friday and just had the tour and then the Saturday was unbelievable like you know I, I was rooming with Mickey Godwin and stuff and he's just such a great player you know and he, he kind of sorted me nerves out really all weekend and you know the the whole thing we stayed in this top top hotel did he on the Saturday or the Sunday yeah the Saturday, Saturday yeah. one night and then the yeah. game yeah so um, so you didn't go out on a piss we, went out for, <laughs> we did actually we went out for a few beers do you know what I mean I think was good way, enough for Brian Clough's team wasn't it yeah all, all the way through to the final um, we you know we stayed in some really nice hotels on the night before and, and Tom was always saying right you know um, no drinking in bed by 10 o'clock which is the worst thing you can say to people really I mean I don't know Jamer he probably has five or six points on a Friday before he plays on a Saturday do you know what I mean and I think if you're in that you used to doing that and, and that was like me really I mean we all went out in Knightsbridge. I don't think we could afford to drink too much down there, but you know what I mean. It was it was one of those things where we had a few beers back in. But you don't you want to enjoy, it, but you don't want to ruin that day, do you? Yeah, it's nice. a lifetime. Yeah, it's what I mean, it was. And you you see the finals, the old finals, don't you? I mean, they're yeah. pros and they're like yeah. struggling on the Wembley pitch. I don't know if yeah. it is bigger in every other yeah. pitch or wider, or it's just that sense of grandeur with the stands around. But yeah, it was weird because. Um, we were there and it was like the old state of the air it must have been oh, it was, it was it, the heat was unbelievable of course we've all had these black suits black shirts black ties which me and Murph had gone and chose so we're all <laughs> sweltering like, on the pitch and you come out and half of Wembley is full but the other half is empty do you know what mm -hmm. I mean I think they sort of sell the seats on, yeah, on, yeah. as they go around and stuff and you, but you couldn't air you couldn't you know it's like even when we played in the semi-final I think we had about three four fives in at home and you know you couldn't hear yourself on the pitch and you know the, the semi-final for me second leg um, it was nil-nil the, the way leg at home it was nil-nil extra time it was oh, um, Foxhall Motors yeah, and that. Mark Cutter scored in extra time Right. that must have been a oh, really mental isn't it? absolutely crazy and the thing is I, I, you know, that one, that's a decent player as well Cutter. yeah Cutter yeah. Cutter was a, such a good and that's the thing you know we talk about bonding things like that you know we, we had such a great team spirit you yeah. know and everyone was together you know like I said all the way through really we, we weren't really favourites it was just the fact that we had that mental toughness and stuff like that and got through and, and the day was, was superb really and you know I think we didn't really deserve to lose. I mean, I think, you know, they scored in the 89th minute. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? 1-0. The guys hit one from absolute screamer. And 
when they knocked the Wembley down, actually, they made a DVD of the top 100 goals to be scored, and when, this was in there. Was oh, it? Was yeah, it? it was, yeah. A guy called Roly Graham. And, but, you know, I've gone and watched them with Tom a couple of times. Well, we went and watched them at their place. And, Who was it? The old yeah. town. Yeah, and I didn't think they were that great, to be fair. They had one or two really top quality players. They had. Um, I can't think of the name of the guy now. He was an ex-pro and that on his way down. He played, but they had this Roley, a guy called Steve Marshall, um, a few decent defenders. Yeah. But we had our chances on the day, you know what I mean? Steve Brain had a kind of open goal. We say we signed this guy called Dave Godley from Siren Sedstar and um technically brilliant but just couldn't finish you know what I mean and we had our chances that day and I think you know in hindsight we should have won it really but um, yeah no, it was uh, day to remember that day to yeah. remember and, well to say you played at Wembley it's a great yeah of course off I do get some stick about it actually yeah. right. <laughs> where he goes again talking about that uh. <laughs> I try not to it does get brought up and it's nice to have that chat and yeah. you know and, and I have, I've done it you know like you said Tones is every boy's dream really to, yeah. to do that and the captain aside as well is, is just immense really and you know we, we've got our own um not Snapchat, what do you WhatsApp? call it? WhatsApp group now. We all, you know, meet up once or twice a year and go and have a beer and oh, have a chat. Nice. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, no, yeah, it's good. Nice. Um, so, Chippenham the following year? Yeah. Um, funny thing is, I got sent off three times on the way to the final. It's Coastland's fault. Yeah, it's Coastland's fault. Um, and... <laughs> we, we must have had somebody on, on the inside on the Wilkes FA call and never got banned. So, uh, oh, and I never had any suspensions or anything. Yeah. I got sent off in the. That was Malkin. I got sent <laughs> off in the quarter final. Um, the guy slid in to tackle me. I flicked the ball over him and I volleyed his head, kicked him straight in the face. Well, not meaning to. Not meaning to. He just yeah. sat up in the wrong time. So I got straight set off. Toby Jackson had already been sent off. And then the following week, we had to go back up for a replay. And we, I think we beat them 2 0 out there. So, you know, and they've not been beating at home for a couple of years. And that was um, up on the other side of Newcastle. Right. Shithole of a place it was. You know what I mean? I can understand why they've not been beating at home for like three or four years. But we went up and, and done a job and, and, and you know, I mean, a semi final. And well, the uh, Newcastle Blue Strap was it? Safe Shields. Uh, yeah. uh, Bedlington Terriers, it was. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, obviously when we when we were one up in the semis, I can remember a second half of extra time. I could breathe. I had tears rolling down my face. It, do you know what I mean? It just wasn't going to happen. There's no way that you know, kind of, uh, just people like myself would ever get to to Wembley. But it, it sort of happened. And but that yeah, what you great. said with that injury you had the week before. Yeah, God, yeah. I mean, that must be any player playing in those games yeah, through Wembley. It must be. I was dreading it. Because you're, you're, yeah, you, you, no matter what they say, the manager must say, hey, we're not putting in, you only be in my team for Wembley. Yeah. But you, it's got to be in the back of your head, hasn't it? Yeah. It's a once in a lifetime, isn't it? Yeah, it was. And he had to let a few players down in the morning as well, you know, oh. which you know, which was difficult, you know. But so it is was it on the journey with you or is it you know, just fringe players? It was Toby Jackson and um, a guy called Richard... I want to say Richard Bourne, but I don't, yeah, yeah, I think it was Richard Bourne, but not that Richard Bourne, obviously. Yeah. Um, and Bourne had just come in at a late time, and it was only to be expected. But Tobes had sort of been with us all season, and what playing regularly? Yeah, he, he what, was what, sort of in the bench. 
didn't even make the bench, you know. And, and That's tough to take that, isn't it? It was hard, it was hard. For, I think Toby never really sort of came back from it, really. Do you know mm. what I mean? I think he knocked football on the head, really, from then on. But, yeah, no. Because he was at Bath as well, wasn't he? That's right, Toby. and at Trowbridge, actually, yeah, funny yeah, enough. Yeah, good lad. Yeah. Good lad. Good lad. It's great fun as well, you know. Yeah, he was. Um, Good crack. And then so obviously the following season, I had a 56-day ban from all these accumulations from the sending-offs and stuff. So I, and then Reggie signed for us. Oh, so stuff. you did get banned in the end. We did get banned in the end. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah, rolled yeah, it over yeah, to yeah, the next yeah, season. Um, and then um, we won the league. Oh, no, we actually, I think we come runners up, but we got promoted to the Southern yeah. League. And Tom came to me and said, oh, um, how much more do you want to get come up? And I said, not really bother, give me another 20 quid. Anyway, the next thing is in the back of the Wiltshire Burns wants too much money to stay, so we've had to release him. <laughs> the but the truth is, yeah, the, the truth is with this, right? And it only came out a little bit later on. My ex-wife was seeing somebody on the committee at Chippenham, and he was putting in a load of money. Ah, right. And he said, "I don't want him at the club," so I had to go. And then. Bath have been chasing me for a couple of seasons. I know Salisbury have made an offer for me as well and stuff. So I had a couple of offers, really. So um, did Tom, I, sorry, to just go back. So did Tom put up with that? With what, sorry? You, you know, them wanting to get rid of you? He had no choice, really, because obviously right. they're going up to the Severn League. They needed all the investment that they could get and stuff yeah. like that. Um, I think he had a couple of players in mind. You know, I think I was 34 then, do you know what I mean? So... Yeah. It'd probably been a lot easier if he just said to me, Look, this is a situation. I think I kind of knew in the back of my mind anyway. Yeah. Um, and was that directly after the season with the Wembley? Maybe? No, so we, after they got following the following season, yes, right. we got promoted. Yeah. And you know, I mean, I, I, I loved that. There. I think kind of little things like I'd kind of gone through a divorce and you know, was struggling financially and stuff, and I'd go training and. Mark would put a couple of hundred quid in me trainer and stuff to help me get through and stuff like that. So, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of really good um, feel good factor out there. I got on brilliant with all of the supporters as well, which kind of made it even harder really to yeah. leave. You know, um, yeah. good things come to it. Does, yeah, and I had things. I had um, I was had a couple of offers. Dave Ops, um was down Bath at the time. I think he was there with um, Paul Bowden the year before. Mm-hmm. And then Pridham took over. So <laughs> I was going down. I already knew I was going down there. Um, Pridham didn't want me anywhere near the first team. So I ended up kind of running the reserves with Dave. And uh, we, we had a brilliant setup, a load of kids and stuff like that. So I, that was my kind of introduction into management, really. After about three months, David had enough of Pridham and fucked off but so I was kind of left holding the can really but when uh, Alan Pridham was at Ogden wasn't he yeah, yeah he was yeah manager. I think he went a few different places actually Portland as well yeah, didn't he? yeah. yeah. clubs you were at as well yeah yeah. yeah. sort of seemed to follow me while I followed him but yeah I, do you know what we had such a great young team down at Bath as well Nigel Gillard came over and you know we'd done it between us you know we'd do all the training and fitness and stuff but you know brilliant because you know what it's like down Bath it, you know from ours it was like the mecca wasn't it playing at Bath <laughs> do you know what I mean and for all these kids coming through and having the reserves it was brilliant we, we got promoted and different things like that and then one day we got called into the boardroom and I think it was a day of the presentation and they said right we're scrapping the reserves yeah. and that was it you know, it was an era. It was. Yeah, it's one of one of my 
bugbears, you know, we were lucky enough when I was manager to, to have a reserve team for a, for a little while that yeah. Phil Morris and Keithy Brown got involved in. But, you know, we're always scrapping it. And at a club at that level with that size should have a reserve team to back it up. Yeah, definitely. And so, and especially when you sort of see some of the players that came through as well. I mean, I, I then, I think once that had finished, I just sort of played, went back to playing a little bit, played for Westbury, played at Melksham. Um, and then... Trippy left at Melksham, so I ended up managing Melksham to the end of the season. That was about 2005. And then the following season, I wasn't doing anything. I was up at Oddane, and um, Briz was playing out there against Oddane, and Patchy and Meach was there, and they sort of said, oh, why aren't you playing? I said, oh, um, not done. Yeah, they said, well, do me a favour. If, um, if we get any injuries or suspensions or anything, can you sign on? And you know, anyway, that was on a Saturday. Wednesday night, he's on the phone, isn't he? <laughs> That's Patchy. Yeah, he said, "I've had someone sent off. Somebody carried off. Can you play Saturday?" I went, yeah, yeah, I said, "But do me a favour first, because I'd had a bit of a running with Mark Byrne for three or four years. Remember Mark Byrne? Byrne played golf with him last week. You asked him about this when I was over at Melksham." He was always gunning for me. I knew he was coming, do you know what I mean? Anyway, he's coming two foot and I've jumped over it. Next thing, he's caught hold of my shirt. So as as he's let go, I've smashed his nose horribly all over his face. And this was like 10 minutes before after. Anyway, coming after the game, it's still pissing with blood. And he's like, I'm going to kill you. One day. <laughs> you know, God, you know. So when Patchy phoned me, I said, listen, speak to Mark Byrne. You know, I... I'm, there's no way I'm coming over there if he's still angry anyway literally <laughs> put the phone down two minutes later Mark Burns on the phone Burnsy get your ass over it I'd rather you be in my team than playing against me <laughs> oh fair play and we were, and do you know what we became really good mates after good that lads. and had a really good really season good. And, and I loved it at Briz it was yeah. just you know a season of playing. so still playing still, still playing, playing some vet stuff yeah yeah, playing. I've got a bad injury at the minute. I had ankle surgery in January last year, yeah. and it's not right. I've come back and it's not strong, but I've been playing through it. I've got to be honest. I am envious of these guests yeah. we've had in. Like it's Meech and uh, Burnsy. I mean, I know Matty Coop's a decade younger, but they're still playing and yeah, yeah. Especially won the league last year as well, so um, it's great. And, you know, um, it, but it's so competitive. That Wilkes Vex League is just yeah. so competitive. Well, just mentioned all the characters that on this podcast if they're still playing you never change do you you know yeah. and as soon as you put you go across that white line you're back to where you were wouldn't you you know you've got that yeah. competitiveness and yeah well without without repeat well I am going to repeat myself yeah, I can't play walking football because <laughs> <I'm there. laughs> thing is I it's one of those things I, do you know I got a new pair of boots for Christmas for myself last year <laughs> oh for yourself <laughs> so what the surprise we opened up well, my mum said, what do you want Christmas? I said, I'll oh, get me a new pair of boots, but I've already bought them. Can you wrap them up? I, you know what I mean? It's a bit like that, really. And I've only worn them a couple of times, so I'm kind of thinking, oh, I'm going to have to get my ankle sorted and get back. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, last boots I bought was Alan Balls, I think. <laughs> we're, we're running out of time, uh, Lee. So anything else you'd like to share with our listeners? And I, I know there's a load of ex-players that will be listening. Yeah, I mean, do you know what? I mean, I I went back into managing and stuff, and really enjoyed it, and and then you know ran all down as well managing, and then I think kind of it changed a lot. Then it football kind of changed a lot, you know. We had a couple of really good tours, you know. We went on tour to um, 
to Spain and stuff. And we had Brad Newman who come up from me Brad City as well. He used to collect all the fine men. He'd done such a good job that um, when we ended up going to Spain, we had so much money that he paid for all the flights, all the hotels and all the rest of it. And it was when um, Man United was playing Barcelona in the European Cup. Of course, and there was me, Mark Keane and... Dave Cooper, all big Man United fans, and we're all in Spain, do you know what I mean? Anyway, Brad and Soy Charity have turned up in their Barcelona kit, haven't they? Like, you know, really in our faces and stuff. So um, we ended up, you know, losing. And Brad's right in our face. He was a Liverpool fan, you know, giving it a big one. So we, we were drinking, as you do on tour, and so of course, me, Keener, was just doing shots of water while Brad was doing shots of Zambuca. <laughs> So we ended up carrying him back to the hotel by the end of the night, bollocks he was. So I bought this cheap towel when we went on holiday, and of course led on it, all the dice started coming out. So anyway, we've got Brad back in the room, stripped him off bollock naked. And the towel, you just pop it in a bit of water, and I was putting all this green all over his face. Keener had him tied up, do you know what I mean? And He's gonna love you. Anyway. In the, Brad in the morning he kind of woke up couldn't wash it off it didn't come off for about a week <laughs> he had to get back on the plane the next day and everything but just then I mean obviously that, that managing for me was great but I think kind of just getting the commitment from players and stuff in the end got a little bit yeah. you know what I mean it's hard isn't it so I yeah, I don't know Dave's had loads yeah. of examples of that yeah. and I said to Koopy you know and our last podcast, you know, I, I don't know whether I could go back. You know, I don't think it depends on the level. Really, yeah, no, yeah. I mean, the commitment and stuff and so many excuses for yeah. not turning up at training, you know. Yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, I, I kind of look back, I've had a fabulous, fabulous time playing and met so many great people and things. And well, that's what most of our guests say, didn't they? They didn't, didn't change a thing, really. You know, yeah. Some have been very unlucky not to have a career in professional football. But looking back, they wouldn't have changed a lot because of the people no. and the journey they've been on. Yeah, um, we're, we're, we're going to arrange a, a non-league reunion, like whether that's in a bar or a sit-down meal, but we're definitely going to do it. Yeah, I get uh, We keep saying, and everybody keeps asking us, you know, are we going to do it? So we will do something. Lee, it's been a pleasure. Thanks very much for sharing some of your highlights and stories and great to recap yeah no yeah great to see you mate thanks for inviting me in really enjoyed it good thanks very much take care